1: Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning.
2: The Dave Damashek Football
3: Program. Available on iTunes and at davedamaschek.nfl.com. Now here's your host, Dave Damaschek.
4: Hi and hello football fans. Welcome to the Dave Damaschek Football Program. We're ready to roll here in Studio 66. Not a moment to waste. But let's jump right into it. In fact, I, I have plenty of things that could waste
3: our collective time So here. do I. I this summer.
4: Yeah, that's right. A lot of
3: grab-ass going on.
4: That's what it's for, a wizard at wasting time. You hear him on AM 570, Monday through Friday. And also now, he is the voice of the Los Angeles Chargers. I still have to think for a second before Before I say say that because I was tempted to say San Diego. I don't want to get in the way of our very special guest. No. Your immediate left uh, money. We also have Cynthia Freeland coming up, but uh, let's get to the matter at hand. Matt Money Smith's intro song.
0: Skinny legs, a golden voice, a play by
2: play analyst. Matt Money Smith, got bad eyesight, he's a Chicago guy.
3: And have you heard? He's the Chargers play my day? Yeah. Uh, it it's updated.
4: That's enough. There That's we enough. We don't want to waste right. time. I just said we, have, we just wanted to make sure everybody yeah, knew. It. And Good old Dick Banks. L.A. Chargers. Yeah, there he is. Thanks the for the update, Richard. Band. Yeah, great stuff there. Matt Money-Smith, a pleasure to see you. We'll kibitz about this, that, and the other. But first, let's say hello to the aforementioned special guest we have here in Studio 66, the Houston Texans. I guess do-it-all is a good way to call you, hybrid. I don't want to I don't want to give you a short shrift by trying to call you by one position. Either way, you remember him at uh, at the Ohio State, uh, tearing things up on the college gridiron. It's Braxton Miller. How are you, man? I'm
5: doing good. How are you guys?
4: Doing well. Doing well. You have your hat well. on backwards, I see. That's an interesting fashion choice.
3: I, bit, I, I think it bit. looks pretty good. I like putting the guys on the spot right away. All right, go ahead. Is he the finest Wayne High warrior ever? Is, because I, I, you don't have a lot of competition. I mean, you got Travis Trice, who had a nice run at Michigan <laughs> State, right? They make a run to the Final Four, but they yeah. don't win a championship. I, I think it's safe to say, I mean, Jarrell Worthy. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say, the fine. look, we know what high school football is in the state of Ohio. I mean, you know, when you get into the Midwest, you got Michigan, you got Ohio, and then you get to yeah. Texas, Florida, California. I mean, those are kind of your hot spots there. Yeah. Are you the finest Wayne High Warrior?
5: Uh, that's
3: a debate. I don't know. Ooh, um, okay, so go. who else is in the conversation? I don't know exactly. <laughs> See, Bra- just say yes. Just say yes. Hold I am. On. Hold on. Hold I'm gonna up. Braxton. On.
4: No, no, no. Don't. That's not the okay, spirit okay, of Studio Sixty Six, Braxton. That's, That's not, not the spirit. spirit. Nope. There's not an actual sign over the door, but I, I, and I'm still waiting for that to get installed already. The uh, sign is uh, is the one rule we have here: no jive. Don't jive us. We we don't have time for jive. You know you're the best Wayne Warrior of all <laughs> it's time. Just okay say, say it. it. Puff okay. your chest out and and, and own it. Right. Oh,
3: there we go. <laughs> now, <laughs> That's what we like. Now we're rolling. Now we're rolling. And
4: I, and I mentioned I obviously we have to talk 2017 Houston Texans and beyond. But I I mentioned your hat backwards. What do you guys both think about the fact that we're in the the I mean it's really miserable summertime. It's like 107 degrees or whatever it is. It's hot. Is, sh- is it wrong for me to wear a T-shirt under a short-sleeve shirt?
5: Mm. Who's your uh, stylist?
4: Why well, I, I uh, don't looking yet. at The him. man in the mirror You're is looking the one at who him. makes all yeah. decisions. Yeah.
5: Maybe a muscle shirt. You know, oh, like a, you know. like a, the sleeveless yeah. one. There you go.
6: I don't
4: know. I, I'm against tank tops. I don't think men should be running around. You won't pants. even see Why it. Why not? You I, know. I think it looks – uh, there's something about – you know what it is? It's because I feel like I don't want to see other guys' armpits. That's what it is. That's your business. I don't have to stare at that.
3: See, this, this is funny. got. I, I, I am a, uh, the two slices of bread that make me the sandwich and this, the meat of the sandwich of the conversation. Mm. I think Braxton's rolling tracksuit, no shirt. Whoa, I don't think he has he, a shirt underneath yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yet you are going old man style with the T-shirt underneath <laughs> a button down. Am I right, Braxton? Do you have right. no shirt under that, tracksuit? No shirt. Look at this. Look what I'm between right now. <laughs> Which side do I go on? I mean, I, I don't know if I have the body to, to rep what Braxton's doing, but I would never put a T-shirt on underneath a button do it. down. It's right? It's kind of tight, too. I wouldn't do that.
4: Well, it's tight because, uh, you know, listen, cause, hey, I'm not, uh, no apologies coming for the
3: physique tight. upstairs here. How about that, by the way? Just tracksuit. So what happens when you get hot? It's 109 degrees out. You just disrobe and you just go shirtless?
5: Man, you know, Houston is just brutal. It's, it's miserable So is I'm what it so is. used to it. I just I just need that warmth a little bit sometimes, you know. Okay,
3: I got you.
4: How is it? All right, let's start right there. So you're an Ohio guy, yeah. generally pretty cool come November and beyond, and you're still playing football games then. How's that transition been? Is, is it bad? I mean, obviously it's mostly training camp that you have to deal with that kind of heat, but is it a legit adjustment?
5: Oh, yeah. Basically, basically it's uh, OTAs, practice, training camp, but – This year, training camp is going to West Virginia, so I'm so happy. Oh, really? Yeah, it's going to West Virginia. West Virginia.
3: Yeah.
4: Why is that, Drew? I mean, Drew Brees, uh, Sean Payton does that business
3: too. Yeah, that's that's West. Like you going to West Virginia University, where you guys Uh, is it a high school? Is it a junior college? Oh, the Greenbrier. Greenbrier. Oh, hey now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna be living in luxury. Hey, At the Greenbrier Resort.
5: long the weather is not 130, I'm fine.
3: Yeah. it ain't good. That's the thing about Houston, the humidity. It
5: is oppressive.
3: Dr. Yeah. IVs before practice. Oh, oh, really? Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah, for sure.
3: I always tell people, sorry, Shaq. No. Tell me if, if you believe this uh, is a correct characterization of Houston. If you go to Houston in the summer, when you step off of the airplane onto the jetway, it feels as though you have stepped into somebody's mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I say to aana someone's mouth it's <laughs> just sticky it doesn't really smell that great because of all the refineries It's very hot. <laughs> that's, that's they shouldn't the way do I'm- they
4: shouldn't put that on a sign when you're like on the escalator <laughs> at the airport Welcome to Houston you've just entered someone's mouth
5: <laughs> yeah right
4: not good but I do know that the barbecue is divine there. I, I have firsthand experience now with it. Have you uh, have you found your favorite joint yet, or a few favorite places? Uh, not yet.
5: Really? I haven't
4: been really. Cause yet barbecue spot yet. Cause you're running around always. Uh, you know that you could spill a little sauce on your jacket, and then you got to go shirtless. That's see, right. so you can't
3: be doing barbecue. I wouldn't mind on. doing that to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right. When you have Braxton Miller's physique, I suppose. Yeah,
4: now, what about it? I talk about this with a lot of guys. Do you? Are you more Buckeye? centric at this point are you tech well if i could tell you that's ah, not a good question obviously the texans you want to win the super bowl but are you still super invested are you keeping your eye on what uh urban company have going up in uh columbus mm,
5: not as quite i mean really when i go back and train i, I say what's so up to the guys who they got new but other than that you know is this texans nfl winning super bowl be the best player i can be
3: It's an interesting, you know, relationship, I I would assume, and I don't know how deep you want to go into it, because you you show up as a quarterback, you're one of the highest recruited quarterbacks in the country, you stay in Ohio and go to Ohio State, I'm sure you had countless offers, um, and then you get into a competition and he converts you to a wide receiver. Now, here's the interesting wrinkle, though. You know, Cardell slips to the fourth, I don't know if he's ever going to see the field as a quarterback. I don't know what JT Barrett's future is as a future NFL quarterback, obviously we wish him well, but... I mean, you're the most successful, and you're the one that ends up converting to a wide receiver. So how how do you reconcile all that? How are you with how that all
5: played out? It's crazy because the situation happened when I tore my labrum and I came back healthy. Then I came back too early and I tore it again. So I, I got back healthy again, went to Dr. Andrews, did full rehab for a full year, missed hold 2014. And uh, Got your red shirt. Yeah, late, late in my years. But uh, my throw motion wasn't the same. So I was 100%, but I couldn't throw like I used to. Huh. So it had to happen. You yeah. are so that's
3: why you were totally fine with it. Yeah. Me. So good with the coaching staff, or yeah. no? Because they brought you back too
5: early. No, nah, it was my decision because I was 100. You know, it was a good, good rehab, um, good surgery. But I just came back too early, slipped out again, then took my whole year and uh, rehabbed it again. And. Took us more. I mean, I can't play quarterback no more. Is that
4: right? That's yeah. funny that that's sort of a little under the radar. That aspect of it. It seems like the media wanted to whip up the, uh, you know, like who should who should yeah. be the guy. But of course, yeah. Then you thrived once you once you everybody got a look at you playing sort of that hybrid role. Um, it informed uh, the Texans using you in the same way. I by the way, I disagree. I think Cardell is going to get some snaps in the NFL at some point. I wouldn't be surprised if it's. You uh, think so?
5: Yeah, I like. What it. do you think? Cordell's
3: a hell of a quarterback. You think he's going to be an NFL starter?
5: Yeah, he just, you know, he's got to be patient.
3: You know, just wait for his time to shine. How hard does he throw the ball? He can. <laughs> I mean, it seems like he could throw yeah, that, yeah. you know, I guess in Uncle Rico style, he could throw that football over the mountains. I mean, it, it seems like he can throw it a hell of a long <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah,
5: he can for sure. It's, he calls himself twelve Gage.
3: <laughs> that's right exactly that's right 12 gauge oh. <laughs> his nickname so I guess that suggests yes I can throw the football very so
4: long as he bides his time yeah I think yeah. Uh, I think he's gonna yeah, get his crack right. eventually but now I think the, the 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 extra layer now that's fascinating is Deshaun Watson comes in yeah and um so now what do you now uh, with with your experience what do you have to tell the kid who was uh you know who was a, a high-end college performer as well playing your former position
5: I just say take day by day, you know, that's what uh that's what I did last year and it helped out a lot. Just don't wanna dig into everything at once and you don't get confused. You don't confuse yourself, you're gonna play slow, you don't get, you know, uh talked about <laughs> like, Hey, what you doing? You are messing up but um I just say take it slow day by day.
4: What is the vibe right now? I I assume like uh 31 other NFL teams that uh that you and and uh, the Texans are all feeling pretty optimistic. But I think legitimately there's reason for optimism there. The one question for better or worse seems to be the quarterback. You know, it seems like Bill O'Brien said, "Well, Savage is our guy," but now there's already buzz. Deshaun Watson looks good, you know. This kid this kid's uh, ready to roll as an NFL quarterback. Right. Are you – what's the vibe right now around how far the Texans can go given that Tom Brady and that team still is in the same conference and, uh, yeah. you know, the, everybody, not just the Texans, but your struggles against that team?
5: We just got to uh, make sure we're on the same page. You know, everybody just on the offensive side of the ball, you know, just make sure we we're stick into one thing that's that's going to work for our offense. So, that's what, you know, the change is going to be and we're going to see what happens.
3: We hear uh, Urban Meyer, football genius. Bill O'Brien, football genius, quarterback whisper. You played for both. Which one's smarter? Which one's more of a football genius, in your
5: opinion? And they both competitive. Uh, they both got different coaching styles. But um, hey, you know uh, which offense is more complex? Because some say
3: that Bill O's is so complex that it's really hard for some people to kind of wrap their head around
5: it. Yeah, at first it was my rookie year. It was kind of tough. Yeah, you know, it was kind of tough. I ain't gonna lie. It was. But uh, you know, I'm getting the hang of things, man, and we be playing fast. So that's 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 the main thing. That- and then, what
3: does Urban do? Because uh, you would assume, you know, it's such a copycat world in sports. You yeah. would assume that other people would try to do what he does. Does he just get better players, and that's why the team is better, or is he doing something that that seems to be better than everybody else in college?
4: It football? is. By the way, that is a legitimate point that I don't want to wash over. It is crazy that. Um, I maybe it wasn't the exact same hot, you know, all five-star guys coming through there, but it is basically the same access to the same group of players. It and is. Herb walks in there yeah, and all of a sudden – Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. But but the results are different too. Yeah. You know, I mean, Ohio State is never an atrocious college football team. Right. But Herb shows up and almost immediately he transforms you guys into a perennial uh, contender. The way he coaches is crazy,
5: you know, is this – it helps you get prepared for the NFL. Like what? What is it what's crazy? Like what does he do? This is the NFL system. I mean the, the to the strength, the eating, to uh the uh training outside of football the extra stuff, the the facility, everything is just everything's get you prepared for the next level. So
3: is it when you leave, do you feel like uh like are you looking over your shoulder like hey where's that guy that's supposed to take me to class and what where's where's my nutritionist who's supposed to feed me is it like that like is there somebody with you the whole time while you're at Ohio State to the yeah. point when you
5: get out and you're like the hell do I do now <laughs> yeah i mean it, it you don't get to that point but it gets you like it gets you set for uh you know the next level for sure the thing to me though
4: is I I always say you know as a as a dopey uh, potbelly guy you know it, it would it, it seems that if I were a blue chip guy and I'm 16 or 17 years old I'm not going to Ohio State excuse me the Ohio State because of the competition I don't want I don't want to take any chances of being like you know ah you have to play behind this guy or whatever and competing with guys send me somewhere that has no tradition whatsoever <laughs> and then I go down in history as by far in a way the greatest to ever play there.
5: Did you give that any thought? Nah, not at all. Like, no, uh, you know, Coach Trestle, he he recruited me. Yeah, Trestle. and uh, Coach Mario came my second year, my sophomore year. So, um, I mean, when he got there, he changed everything around. You know, uh, competition was, was. If you would have
4: gone with Trestle, though, the Youngstown State, see what I'm talking about? Then <laughs> no. if you go to if you go be a Penguin for your last three years, then is a Braxton <laughs> who's the greatest in Youngstown State? His well, there's no that's not a debate. Obviously, it's Braxton, and then there's right.
5: uh, everybody else. True. You see. I see what you're saying, but his uh, his uh, his records, his his uh, you know his his resume speaks for itself, you know. Mm -hmm. Here's here's an interesting
3: one that I just was I was researching here, just trying to make sure I get the accolades correct. So you got Terrell Pryor, you got Braxton Miller, two uh, highly recruited high school football quarterbacks go to Ohio State University, highly decorated, Big Ten Player of the Year, Big Ten Freshman of the Year, the whole deal. Both of them transitioned to wide receiver. Last season, Terrell Pryor, 1,000-yard season. I mean, you want to talk about ultimate competition. Now, granted, you won college football playoffs, so, I mean, you got that. Terrell didn't get that. He did win the Big Ten twice. What is that relationship like between the two of you now that you've kind of both made this same transition? Is there a competition between the two
5: of you? It's crazy, man, because I look at him like, wow, he's he's doing a hell of a job. And, uh, you know, just trying to get to that point where he's at now, 1,000-yard season. That's what you know that's shoot for the high stakes that's what I want you know for this That show. is that's a, you right? know what, that what that weird? could
4: become the new College uh the college basketball player transitioning to, to tight become end. an NFL tight end, Ohio State quarterbacks transitioning to <laughs> to be NFL wide
3: receiver.
5: <laughs> right. We hear it
3: all the time. It's great though, because you know we keep up with each other. See, look at that. I think I'm being all clever and he's like, Yeah, we hear that all the time. Like, what about great. uh it's crazy. You know, it's crazy <laughs> though yeah. that we both did that. It is.
4: What about Bill O'Brien? Do you did you sit and watch the uh the Nittany Lions against the Bucks last year? Do you guys uh you know have some sort or do you have to separate before the big game? Who won that game?
3: Oh, see what he did there. Here's here's the thing about. I'm that. happy for that. You know what?
4: <laughs> yeah. I'm a pit guy. But you know what they I, say? I like
3: when Penn State. You know what did. they say? They say that Ohio State here's Ohio State, right? They uh they go to Wisconsin. You know, you're beat to hell. You know, it's an overtime game, I think. And uh and then you find yourself. It, that that game was at Happy Valley, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Cuz Penn State won that game, if I if I remember this right. year, right. This year, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This year. And like that was the big thing. Is it was it like what did what do you make of of that excuse cuz
5: Hey, that's one of the best stadiums I've ever played at, though, in college.
3: In Wisconsin or at Penn State? Penn Because State. I've done games at Wisconsin. I've never done a game in Happy Valley. I've done it at Camp Randall, and that place is nuts. Yeah. When it's a night game and you get that third quarter and the jump around comes on, you I mean, you can feel – you can feel the ground shake, not to take anything away from the Horseshoe or Happy Valley, but I don't think I've ever been in an atmosphere where, like, you can feel the whole stadium shaking.
4: Sure, apparently crazy. you don't remember Memorial Stadium down in Bloomington, Indiana. Oh, wow, well, never mind. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh,
3: <laughs> Hoosier right here, by the way. Oh, man. That's- All right. Yeah.
4: Yeah, well, that's, we, we wait for, uh, for New Year's to come and go. And Is
3: that a valid excuse, though? We got to go on the road. It goes to overtime. It was a night game. We didn't get home until three a.m. on uh, whatever Sunday morning. Then it's a short week. We got to go out to uh, to Happy Valley, and it's another night game, and it's super cold. I mean, is that does that make sense to
5: you when you you hear that? It can be an excuse. Yeah, I guess anything can, can be an excuse, excuse, right? Yeah, I mean, it can tie in. People got they got go class. I don't know. I mean, yeah.
4: So what does, does <laughs> Bill O'Brien? Does anybody? Do you? Do you, uh, what? What sort of the role model? What's the template? Is there any sort of reference to Cordell Stewart where you're concerned? Is there looking at what he? How how he was installed in that first year with Chan Gailey when that really took off? Uh, when he became the first slash guy and playing hybrid and and I guess uh, more fundamentally, what do you call yourself? A running back? A wide receiver? No, I'm no running back. I tell
5: you that. I, I kind
3: of consider athlete. Is it just athlete? Is athlete. it like the high school, like number one athlete in the nation, right? When they do the uh the, the recruiting for, for college?
5: Whatever they put me. My main position receiver though. Yeah. Yeah receiver.
4: Slot though, right? You're yeah. The, slot. And it seems like you're just one of a gaggle of I mean, really, yeah. that that te- I mean, people talk about JJ Watt now Clowney's coming on, Whitney Merciless and the rest, but right. it seems like if you if if the Q B just ha- takes care of some business, you guys have so many It'd be fun. Right? I mean, be fun. that's a good word for it, yeah. Now you also have a banger to go behind Lamar Miller, exciting. too. Yeah. I, I really don't see I, – I, outside I keep saying it, but to me the Texans have been with little variation over the last five years The as talented as any team in the AFC. They yeah. just have to solve the guy under center there.
5: Speedy running back, got D-Hop, me, Will, Jalen. Is just you know just you know you got to take care of the you know quarterback situation. Be good.
3: You mentioned Jalen Jalen Strong, who was uh, really good at Arizona State. I think he was probably drafted around the same area you were. I think second, third round kind of thing, but had some issues with his hands and and drops. And I don't know like when. When it comes to being a receiver, something you're kind of new at,
5: uh-huh.
3: is it kind of like golf where you get the yips and you're just – or in baseball, you know, when you're just trying to like, I don't know what's going on. I used to be able to catch the ball. Now I can't catch the ball, and I don't know what's happening. Is that kind of how it works? Because it seemed like he went through a pretty gnarly stretch there, and it seemed like it came through it. But there was a moment there where he was dropping a lot of passes. What, what's going on with the receiver when maybe that starts happening?
5: Uh, I say for me, sometimes, you know, is just – I don't know. I get excited sometimes when I get the ball, and I know I want to make a move because I want to score I want to score it, but uh, sometimes you know it just happens like that. I don't know. It's just it's not meant for you to ca- like you know drop a ball. It's not like you it. Your <laughs> right. <drop laughs> right. Like You're an NFL to- receiver. You it can catch the ball. It wasn't meant to be. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I wanted to catch you. Sorry, coach. I, you it, know, uh, it just happens sometimes. You just gotta.
4: Well, but why, not, why doesn't every guy now wear the tacky gloves? Why, If you're a receiver in the NFL, why would you not put those? It seems like the ball just sticks on those things, right?
3: Which one are you talking about? The
4: gloves that all the guys wear yeah, those now. Those things
3: are so damn sticky. What am I talking about? It is crazy how sticky those gloves are. Oh, New Hopkins
4: is holding out on Braxton. Like, oh, right. no, I'm the star, baby. I'm not going to let you know about the, the <laughs> fancy gloves. <laughs> really? I mean, you don't know those gloves that the guys wear?
5: I wear Adidas gloves. They, they're, pretty
4: they're real sticky, right? They're tacky, right.
3: right. There you go. go. Oh, yeah, sure. oh, that's why you got the Bayern Munich shirt on there. It's yeah. the Adidas. Oh, I see what Rocking you're doing. Adidas <laughs> All <right>. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard this story about Adidas, by the way? What was that? Adidas versus Puma. Do you know that story? Uh-uh. The uh, Dossler brothers, Adi oh, and yeah. uh, and Rudolf Dossler are the – other uh, brothers, uh, ain't it? Two brothers, right? And they're both making shoes over in Germany, right? World War II comes along, and you're wearing the right one. Adi says – I don't like this Hitler thing, man. I don't I don't like it. I don't want to be part of it. And uh, Rudolph, and maybe I have him. Yeah, obviously, Rudolph. It's like, eh, you know, we, we, you know, it's, it's our country. We got to do what we got to do. Huge falling out. And the Dossler brothers decide to split. They no longer make shoes together. One, Adi, A-D-I, Adi Dossler makes Adidas. Is that Rudolph's, right? Yeah, that's right. Rudolph starts Puma. And it got so bad that uh, I can't remember which one, but one of the two brothers, turned his own brother in to the uh, Allied Forces. So it must have been Adi who turned in Rudolph uh, as a These member. are the
4: people who were – the really? How About that, yeah.
3: So you're wearing the right one. Anybody well, I, ever comes up to you by Adidas say, hey yeah, I'm wearing the right guy, <laughs> huh? Are, I got the Adidas go. on today. See that?
4: But I often go Puma as well. That's now true. do I have to make a choice on that? Yeah, I think, you know,
3: maybe we're far oh. enough away from it. But That's Adidas not like
4: that's rooting Chargers-Rams at the same time? you got to choose one or the other. you got to right? choose Chargers. Yeah, you you do that. Well, for you, it's kind of like Adidas. Yeah. But there you go. That Maurice uh, Jones-Drew. Uh, those,
3: those facts are probably about 60% accurate. So maybe research oh, so. them yourself. I, I, think, I think I'm pretty close to getting maybe 70%. But it's somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's pretty much right in that range. Let's play Game of Life, yes. shall we, fellas?
4: Little Game of Life. First of all, we – been debating this one it's time for the elimination chamber
3: elimination chamber
4: all right i'm gonna give you four you eliminate one and you're never gonna to get to use this ever again when you eliminate
3: it so there's four of them four items the one we pick is, is gone the one that's gone forever
4: okay gone forever gone, gone forever. forever you're okay. never gonna expect not life. not from the world just for you from your you're life. never gonna experience it again 60s music 70s music 80s music 90s music I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you start us off your money.
3: Sixty, seventy, eighty, ninety? Yeah. All
5: right.
3: Boy,
4: oh boy, now, I'll, th- I'll float some thoughts for you. Obviously, you lose the Beatles in the 70s. Yeah. You lose the,
3: I lose the Beatles in the 60s. I lose the early Stones. I lose the Summer yeah, of Love. Ro- I lose Woodstock. I lose 70s, Hendrix. Though,
4: I lose 70s, though, I'll point out. People 60s, say- I'm still
3: getting a little bit of jazz, too, at the, the beginning of the 60s right. there. I right. lose but Coltrane. I'm going to lose. Ooh, I can't do 60s. 60s, I got
4: Coltrane's best is in the late 50s. Now nah, Maybe you're right. See what I'm, I'm saying? It spills
3: 60s. in. you got Miles Davis but in the 60s. But
4: Rolling Stones, they Exile on Main Street. Fingers
3: are 70s. You know what? I think I've got this.
4: Led Zeppelin goes into the 70s, 80s. Because here's the gone.
3: thing 80s, I can still get, and I'm not doing this because you know, because we're on a football show, you know, and it seems like the majority of the, the music in the football uh, locker rooms is hip-hop. But in the 80s, <laughs> I can still get my good hip-hop. I can still That's scratch right. that itch. I can still get the, the East PE, Coast. Ye- Public Enemy, BDP. I can get all that from the East Coast, and I run DMC. I can get all the West all Coast. Boutique I can still get the NWA, Ice-T. I can get all that. So I'm going to go 90s. I don't need the 90s. I'm done. I'm out. Which is going to be tough for you because you're considerably See, younger know than the I am.
5: History that stuff, I'm, y'all too old
3: for me. Exactly, that's exactly <laughs> right. That <was> There's no
4: reason <laughs> to walk in here and insult people,
3: <laughs> <laughs> Exactly right. I
4: mean, the no jive <laughs> rule is a cardinal rule, and yet I feel a little wounded by that. But either way, all right, go ahead.
5: You know, I grew, up in, I grew up in the 90s.
3: Right. <laughs> like, for for Braxton, it should be like 70, 80, 90, 2000. Like just get rid of this. <laughs> okay, okay. Or 80, the... 90, 2000, yeah. Modified. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well done, man. There money. you go. Now. Let's go 80, 90, 2000, Now be a wise Braxton There we go. Now what? Which one I'm going to eliminate? Yep. Yes. Never again. So the 80s, the 90s. 2000s, and now the two thousand ten. So all this current music these last eight years. Mm. To take out, huh? Get rid of it all. Who's your favorite artist right now? Future. All right, Future's gone. Game gone. Why? If you get rid of the 2010s, 2010s. You See what I'm saying? Like all that's gone. Right, right. So I know you're not getting rid of that. <laughs> Kendrick Lamar gone.
5: Hmm. Let me see. Who's in the 80s? Well, man, what? 80s
3: know? Prince. Uh, uh, you know you're gonna get you're gonna get like uh, you're, you're, like, not, getting thriller, you're, you're not getting Thriller. You're not getting Michael Jackson. You're losing Michael Jackson. You're
5: losing. Uh, yeah, that's that, a good one. They're the one that, that started all this stuff. So. Right. That's right.
3: But that's you listen exactly to it? Right.
4: I mean,
2: it But
5: understand, you. the world doesn't lose their music.
4: Just
2: you. Only you. you can never listen Only to it. Only you,
5: you don't get to hear it. 2000s. I'm still young. I ain't really listening to that. Nothing in the 2000s? Uh, 2000s, like... 2000 I mean, you know,
3: to 2009.
4: 2009. He's getting rid of
3: the 80s. Oh, no, Come 80s. on. He's getting rid of the 80s. <laughs> You're getting rid of the 80s, right?
4: <laughs> Dang. It's not an easy game, but that's what makes it pleasurable. Yes. You know? game, makes it pleasurable yes. 80s. You know? You got to be the 90s, I guess. I go, you know what? 90s is not a good decade. I got rid – I disagree. You have pavement. Yeah. Built to spill. My favorite sure. record of all time.
3: Sure. Oh, no. That's fine. I can still get those in the 2000s, though. I can still get enough good indie rock in the 2000s. I do lose my Elliott Smith, though, in the 90s, which is a Last cool. thing
4: with uh, with uh, you, Braxton Miller. We've covered a lot of ground here, I think. Uh, I feel to like get we you, have. To get you mentally right for the season. Uh, one, are you in the dorm going to have uh, – in wherever you stay uh, up in West Virginia, you're not going to have a roommate, are you?
5: I don't know how it's going to work. Oh, I mean, that I, to I me,
4: hope. I would leave as a free agent if any team, <laughs> uh,
5: as a pro, said like you
4: got to sleep with another grown man. Like camp. what? I don't want. I don't want to <laughs> a whole month. I, I can't get my right? own room. Isn't that standard? Isn't that standard? No, or, no, 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 it's not. No, most NFL teams don't have that anymore. Uh, but there are like five teams that still do it. I'd be like, let's get up with the times, fellas. I don't <laughs> want to stay in some stinking room that's unair conditioned with a with a stinking man,
3: right? They might be in luxury cabins. Oh. If they're going high class at the Greenbrier, it's, there's there's a possibility you're in luxury cabins there on the Greenbrier Resort. I'm blindfolded, so we're going to see. Yeah.
4: Uh, well, I wish you nothing but the best with that because that would be terrible.
3: Oh, can I throw one more out there? May yes, you may. Since you're uh, sponsored by Adidas. How about the uh, the Adidas shoe of choice? You can only uh, wear one Adidas shoe for the rest of your life. You want the Samba. You want the Superstar. You want the camus. Like, what are, you, what are you looking at? Stan Smith? Which one you want? Stan
5: Smith, you can you can put a nice suit on. With Rod this.
3: Laver, huh? you get the ah, Laver. Right?
4: That's good. That's where, see, I'm glad. You're you going could. Stan
3: Smith? That's a good one. Oh, let okay. it
4: sit there, Braxton, because then him. now Braxton, see, money brought us together. We started out at opposite Yo. ends of the fashion spectrum, and now we're together. Stan <laughs> Smith is the correct answer. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. One more fashion thing. I've talked way back to Arian Foster about this, J.J. Watt, and the rest. And Arian Foster went public with this. Actually, Money and I were talking to him about this about four years ago. You got to go tell somebody there in the equipment department there. <laughs> go with the Red socks. you know?
5: The Red socks is going to be The bad.
4: Red Sox yeah. are way better than the blue. It's so drab. It's all navy, blah, but you put that red on, pow, right?
5: I ain't going to lie. <laughs> Will you talk red, to somebody? Red is nice. The all blue uniform is sweet, too
4: blue is fine but jazz it up a little bit with the red you know that splash yeah. of color really pops
3: yeah i feel you did you bring something with you did i did i hear you had something with you i'm looking at your pockets die.
5: there i think what he's you got there all right man here you go man. oh
3: thank you that. braxton right. miller look yeah. i caught
4: braxton miller's uh first pass as a pro is that right <laughs> <laughs> i want to see some of that in 2017 out right. on the gridiron right. too yeah just Maybe take soon. that glove off we'll know
3: hey coach give me a package just give me a package, Coach. Come on. That's it. That's that's what you important. do at the green bar. Let's get a package. Come on. Package uh, place.
4: There he goes. Stan Smith, enthusiast, Dorito all right. deliverer, do-it-all, offensive NFL star. I think this is going to be I, – I, I legitimately think, not just because you're walking out. I think this is going to be – people are going to say, whoa, Braxton Miller has arrived now. That offense is going to be scary this year. Have fun this and year. And Huber Heights, team.
3: Wayne High's finest. Yes. Number one on the list. <laughs> and hopefully – right. San's
4: roommate all through August. That, that's, where's, where's the justice? He made it all the way to the pros. He doesn't need to have another roommate. All right, Braxton Miller. Great to see him. man. <laughs> there he goes, Braxton Miller. Money, stick around for one second here. Okay. We have Cynthia Freeland and, uh, and Chris Harris Jr. of the Denver Broncos coming up. Uh, before we do that, got a good question from uh, Aaron Moyer on Twitter. It is since the Hall of Fame. When is the induction? Is it the end of this month or start? of start at uh,
3: August. I think it's August fourth or fifth. It's one start of, of August, yeah. right? It's yeah. right there at the. Who's uh, in the
4: Hall of Fame game? Who plays in that one this year? I don't know. We don't look it up. I say.
3: I'll look it up while you're. Everybody's just, going into
4: the Hall. Ladany. Oh, that's.
3: Ladanian Tomlinson, It's Kurt the corner
4: Yeah. I uh, speaking of which, programming. Cowboys,
3: mode. Cardinals. There you go.
4: Ooh, that's uh, that's fun. That's the Rod Tidwell.
3: Game. August 9th is the uh, Hall of Fame game.
4: August 9th, That's the Rod Tidwell special. That's where uh, where he, of course, scored the big touchdown at the end of the game, taken from uh, from a real Monday Night Football game, if memory serves. When they first when they were the Phoenix Cardinals, remember right.
3: that? They were Phoenix-, Phoenix. Phoenix Cardinals. Then yes, exactly. So the video August third, my my mistake.
4: Portion of the film was to anyway.
3: Anyway, So, go, so let's we're all over little, the place.
4: I know that's it's my way. Um, let's get to it then. It's uh, it's the latest edition of Hall or Nothing, and uh, oh, my programming note is this: before we get the Hall or
3: Nothing, <laughs> another aside. <laughs>
4: Coming up on NFL Network, NFL.com, and beyond is our latest uh, edition or two editions coming up of Eternal Red Zone. We have one honoring the 2017 Hall of Fame class, including the aforementioned Warner, Terrell Davis, and uh, LT, plus uh, plus the other fellas. We do the Red Zone. You know, of course, we uh, we show their greatest moments, Red Zone style. So that's coming up on NFL Network. Also, one devoted. exclusively to Marshawn Lynch. And you might think one player to do an entire red zone on all his greatest runs. Boy, it's something to watch when you watch those, you really do feel like this guy's going to the hall of fame.
3: You kind of, he took the year off and he still led the league in rushing touchdowns since 2013. Think about that. Took a year off and was still (laughs) the league leader at the end of last season in rushing touchdowns.
4: I do think though, that as much as you know, there there's, I am I believe in meritocracy. I like using the numbers and everything else to support your case. But some guys transcend it, and on a visceral level, when you watch the greatest runs, and it's not like there are only two or three of them, when you go back and you watch Marshawn Lynch's rushing style and, and uh, the impact that it has on games, it's less satisfying, I guess, than like, if you're watching Peyton Manning's Colts in the dome, and seven minutes into a game, it's 21 nothing. The way they could jump on you and just and and make it not a game right. by the end of the first quarter, but the attrition of, I guess it's what the Cowboys of this era are trying to to do now, or Jerome Bettis' Steelers, and any number number of other examples, but that that wears on you. Come fourth quarter, nobody wants it. Just no, the guys are shaking tackles. Guys have no interest in bodies their in runs. his wake. When he runs that hard. So I think he goes to the Hall of Fame. I also, I we don't need to revisit the Eli Manning one, except that that has now come up as a discussion again, evaluating his Hall of Fame candidacy. And it's it's neither the numbers nor the visceral quality. It's He's going to the Hall of Fame because he beat Tom Brady twice in Super Bowls. True or false?
3: I'd say true, but I'm with you. When I watch Eli Manning, I don't feel like I'm watching a Hall of Famer. Well, I, I don't. I, just, I hear you. I that. don't get that. The numbers, I guess. Then, if you do refer the, numbers, to the numbers, the numbers say he belongs.
4: When he retires, he will be the third. Uh, yeah. the He'll have the third most passing. Oh yeah. That's why I
3: didn't bring up the numbers. Business. I just mean when I watch Eli Manning play football, you know, and it, it's I'm not trying. I'm not. I'm not saying he's not going in. He doesn't deserve to be in. I believe he does. He won two Super Bowls. He's got the numbers. It just doesn't look like it to me. You know. Sometimes I agree. It looks like it, he
4: doesn't. The Rod Woodson measure, which I do think is probably the best, if you could apply, it just doesn't work this way. But Rod Woodson is right. Was he ever the first or, at worst, the second best, even for one season at his position? Eli Manning never no. was that, and yet he is uh, destined for the Hall of Fame, whether any of us likes it See, or not. See, but
3: you know what? That's funny because, well, I don't know. I guess you could maybe make a case that there was a season or two in there where Drew Brees was the best or the second oh, best yeah. quarterback. Yeah, so that does work because uh, when I watch Drew Brees play, I feel like I'm watching a Hall of Famer. Like, that that totally works for me, and I don't think that that's a no-brainer. He'll He'll be in. I think he'll be in easy.
4: I agree, but we have talked about it in the last month or two here. He might be, and it's not saying he doesn't belong in the Hall of Fame or that he's not one of the top 10 or 15 quarterbacks of the Super Bowl era. He's going to the Hall of Fame. I'm not denigrating him there. But even within that Hall of Fame status, there are guys who are overrated and underrated. And I think he's a scooch overrated. He's a guy who can't do it. On uh, on the natural. Outside of the. uh, That's kind of bad. That's kind of a knock on the QB. Probably. Let's get to this one. All right. right. What do we got? All or nothing. This one comes to us from Aaron Moyer. James Harrison. Will he get a gold jacket? Matt Money Smith.
3: Oh, boy. Talk about someone that was dancing on the line there, huh? That's a close one. That's a good question. Um, Multiple Super Bowls. Was he the anchor of the defense during those Super Bowl runs? I mean, certainly he yeah. was their emotional leader and you would More say yeah, you would say the no, anchor. No, he wouldn't first. be their anchor. I I'm don't know saying. what that
4: measure is, Troy Polamalu. That's
3: what be. I mean. So you know, Troy was the best player on that defense. At the same time, uh Harrison's running that front seven. So Casey yeah, I, Hampton, Aaron yeah, Smith. I or, think I say yes. I think I say yes.
4: I think he I you know what? It uh I think he does go to the Hall of Fame too. And It'll I'll, take him a minute. I'll yeah, but I'll lean on the uh, on the uh, the category I created to assess him visceral. You know, he's a, right. He's a guy. See, you know him doing doesn't hurt him doing bench presses with one arm over his head with uh, that giant thing. I, don't, right. I know. I know not enough about weightlifting to know what that bar thing is called the thing you do the bench press with don't look at me like that dumbbell? sully behind the glass like you know what that's called are you called. searching
3: for the word dumbbell
4: dumb but not dumbbell cuz a dumbbell dumbbell is it is is the thing you do with it's one a barbell hand. Well, yeah, it's a barbell. You, you
3: can do it with a. You can do it with a. <laughs> you can just because you're doing biceps. That's my can, point.
4: <laughs> normal people do it with a dumbbell. He does it with the big one, the bench press one. Oh,
3: I got you. That Sully is bar. calling
4: a barbell. I got you. Yeah, yeah, That's a bar bar. Bar. straight bar. If you know bar. so much, yeah. Sully, why don't you use it and get yourself into some shape? Wow, wow. No, that I'm was, sorry. Was, I didn't. I didn't. That, was, that was a little. You more know more. what? That was. I went.
0: Boy, oh boy. I went too far. That's below the belt. It was. It was.
4: Yeah, well, how you can't even see your belt yourself now? Oh, hey, I did it again!
3: I did, it. did it again? Why?
4: What to what Walked end? Walked into that
3: one, Sully. To yep, what
4: end? What's the point of that? <laughs> to make myself feel better?
0: I think so. Uh, for these comments, I'm going to guarantee a victory in the Game of Thrones fantasy league. By the way, we do that. have our, our upcoming.
4: We, yeah, we do have our Game of Thrones draft, and we're going to do it. We have a different, uh, a couple of different categories in that. Um, but why we didn't call it in year one of doing this the Game of Game of Thrones, I don't know. But well, we
3: right do it now. That,
4: <laughs> consider it amended here and now. That's the it. Game of Game of Thrones. Game, Game Fantasy of Thrones. draft is coming up. Does it debut this Sunday?
3: Yep. It does? Sunday. Six days. Game of Thrones is back this Sunday?
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Money, do you want in our fantasy league?
3: Probably not. <laughs>
0: Why not? <Do> <laughs> I'm a, I'm
3: a casual observer. I am not an active viewer of Game of Thrones. I enjoy okay, it, you know, uh, what? and I dispose of it the second the credits roll. And Is that I'm, true? I, yeah, yeah. I move on. We don't talk about the Game of Thrones on the radio show. We don't dissect it. I you don't talk try about to. The up. Bachelor all the time. We uh, Petros talks about the Bachelor. He loves the Bachelor, and I just love him talking about the Bachelor because it really upsets him, and that makes me happy.
4: By the way. Um, we had A.J. Hawk on a couple of days ago before he took off to Tahoe for the big golf tournament. He um, name-checked Petros Papadakis, said he's a great gentleman. A real trade. Yeah, I
3: guess they had to work a game or two together. They're gonna
4: be working the Baylor, Baylor season open. Oh, there we go. To pass along uh, Petros. To they Petros.
3: put every. It's hilarious. Like Petros, God help him. Uh, God, God let him work in a two-man booth. It's always, hey, you know what? We got Sean Hutchinson. We're trying to get yeah, a break in. You mind taking him under your wing there? But yeah, fine, bring him. Hey, we got Chip Kelly. Actually, nope, Chip Kelly's not gonna be coming out, but Mark Elfritch is. You mind taking? Yep, sure, bring him in. AJ, I mean, he has got to roll with all of these guys, and then they go. <laughs> This is the great thing about it. They go on and they end up, you know, in the, the hierarchy of the play-by-play color man broadcast, uh, they end up getting slotted to some degree out of him every time. <laughs> he, still gets stuck. he still does great games. You know, he's doing Texas to open the season in Austin, so he's still doing great games, but it is hilarious that they end up, based on if you were just to look at the sheet and see what games they're doing, <laughs> they get better assignments than he does.
4: Um. Oh. Before we move on to uh, to Chris Harris and to Cynthia Freeland, one more question for you that's out in the news now. Dan Hampton, Hall of Famer. I don't know if he deserves a Hall of Fame jacket, but either way, he, he was very good for those for – those, uh, I think he does.
3: I think he does deserve the Hall of Fame. You do? I do. I think that that, that – I don't know if that defense works the way that it did without him putting that pressure hmm. – Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I'll defer to you on that. I do believe he does
4: weigh in on what Dan Hampton claims that had the '80s Bears had Jay Cutler under center.
3: They would have won four Lombardi trips. It's interesting. How say you. It's interesting because that quarterback position was not great. You know that. Um, and Jay Cutler, as we've said on this program before, I'd say underrated. You know, and his attitude gets the best of him, and uh, or at least I guess his polarizing attitude leads many to discount his uh, quarterbacking prowess. He certainly would have been, I would say, miles ahead of anything they had at quarterback uh, at that miles time. Miles
4: ahead of Jimmy Mack.
3: Yeah, I think so. I, I would say so. I and when you I the, let, let's go back to our visceral conversation. When you watch Gi- highlights of Jimmy Mack, are you going? Now that's a quarterback. No, you're like, my God, that was the best they had. Really, that guy?
4: I don't know. I he don't was good. Like, right, I mean, you he got
3: Walter doing- Payton in the backfield too. Right. So, how, what are you really asking your guy? And he was to do? throwing
4: the ball to Dennis McKinnon and Willie Galt. Yeah, and Willie Galt who dropped, who dropped every everything. Other, yeah, right, exactly. I don't know. I don't feel like Jimmy. I feel like you're. Yeah, they
3: certainly would not win four Lombardis. I'll tell you that. I'm I just saying he'd, he'd be their best stop.
4: Jimmy Mac. I am a little bit. I am. And but I because I do think Jay Cutler is more talented, but I don't think Jimmy Mack was some run of the mill guy. No,
3: no, he was he was good. He just wasn't great. And I and I'm saying if you were to pluck Jay Cutler from this era, yes. and just drop him in right there, that ability to throw the ball. I'll tell you a good comp.
4: Who's uh, he's he's sort of an oddball, different kind of oddball, but has the cannon, the big you know Terry Bradshaw. And Terry Bradshaw, and Doug Farrar pointed this out as well, a uh, former DDFP uh, visitor here um, who spends a lot of time breaking it down on film, said the same thing. He um, – you, you could get away with uh, being a little more wild. You know, now, there's, there, there, there's uh, more place now on accuracy for your passer. Jay Cutler, right. you wouldn't – it wouldn't be as big a deal that, right. he, that he threw too many picks. He wouldn't get knocked as much for that. That's a good point.
3: But – there not are four.
4: The, the there's the three headed uh, there's the three headed Niners, Skins and Giants to contend with too. People always played game like oh he would have won four. Well not they would have beaten Joe Montana's here's Niners. Here's the question.
3: Here's the question. After winning a Super Bowl, does Jay Cutler get lifted off the ground and piledrived onto his throwing shoulder That's so seven. he is never you know? That's right. That's so there right. you go. Jimmy Mack would have won. Yeah. Uh, would have won a second one.
4: Um. All right. So there you have there we it. Go. The great Matt Money Smith. Everybody now just days away. Just days away from beginning. You you're doing the preseason. Yeah. Right? Yeah. First on one. The radio uh, August thirteenth. Those L.A. Chargers. I just uh, I just broke bread over the weekend with uh, with our mutual pal Sal and uh, and we got to bef- we got to get a dinner on the book. Yes. Before, uh, before I miss you Sal. get Too busy. Then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I miss Sal. Um. All right. There he goes. The great Matt Money Smith. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Game of Thrones. You. Don't throw
3: your head back, MVP. I saw that too in my I periphery. We were I we moving on. You yeah. know. I can't I believe excited.
4: it. I can't believe you just did that. It's
3: hard for him to say goodbye. It yeah, is. You, know? it. you just, oh. <laughs> Game of so Thrones. Exasperate. What do you got going? Is that the next one? If you're one? not
4: in our league, what we need is a nice judge to settle all hash. If there's a Oh, debate. like a commissioner? There are very often debates that, that come up like, well, no, he didn't really kill him. The other guy really is the one who, you know. Although these kind of debates, mm. what is going on there?
3: Oh, well, wow. oh, I. Didn't That's know. my. I'm sorry.
4: Siri wanted the weigh in.
3: Oh, my Siri's got an Australian accent. I love it. So she says, <laughs> "I'll schedule that." <laughs> that is the best. By the way, if you take anything away from that, a, I'm irresponsible for leaning on my iPhone, and b, set your Siri voice to Australian because it's fantastic.
4: I have I have my Siri uh, call me cool guy.
3: Oh yeah. I'm sorry,
4: cool guy. I can't find that.
3: Now, flip it into an Australian accent. That's right, Kilgore. I can't find it. <laughs> it really Money, do you great. accept
4: our offer to be the commissioner of our Game of Thrones? Uh, you our will game, submit of game of Thrones.
3: Your Game of Game of Thrones, I will settle all. Yeah, because I watch every episode. Okay. So, yeah, I can speak
4: And then it. hopefully we'll continue Perfect. our run into the season of you coming in here. Early in the week, and yep. that, instead of talking about football, now we'll just focus exclusively on Game of Thrones.
3: The Game of Game of Thrones.
4: The Game of Game of Thrones. There we our go. Fantasy. League. I like all it. right. So be on the lookout for that at some point this week. We'll do that draft. And again, AM five seventy. Smashing radio. Track it down on iHeartRadio, the greatest radio show in all the land mm. with Matt Money Smith and Petros Papadakis, AJ Hawk's new best pal, Damn Damischek yesterday's
3: news what game you doing this week p uh i'm gonna be doing uh west virginia cincinnati oh yeah what's what's hawk on he's doing texas oklahoma <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> that, Hey, dude
4: that petros he's a he's a real gentleman oh he's a real uh he's a special special yeah. how very funny guy like whatever hawk then marry him why don't you already
3: <laughs> oh somebody's you know, I'm, getting jealous
4: i'm moving i'm not getting jealous i'm there baby <laughs> Let's move on and talk to Chris Harris Jr. and Cynthia Freeland, shall we? All right. We've turned it over in Studio 66, and you know what? I don't I don't want to insult anybody, but I think we're better off now than we were just a second ago. That's because Absolutely. seated to my far left. One of the yeah. great stars of the Super Bowl champion from Super Bowl 50. The great defense. Maybe even. I, I, well, ahead, let's figure it. out where it ranks. It. I wasn't going to. I almost said the Go best defense secondary. of the 20. Well, I almost said best. Sen, best. You can defense say that. of the century. Well, well, let's, let's figure Century's it out. A with long time. Chris Harris, Love Jr. You. What's happening, man?
6: Doing good, man. Glad to be back.
4: What a pleasure to see you once oh, yeah. again. How are the kids? Last time you shadowed Studio yeah. 66's door, you had just had your second child. I had—I don't even remember how many kids I have anymore, 17. but something <laughs> like that. But <laughs> we had know. a contest to see who could diaper plastic babies more quickly. You defeated me on that day.
6: I, I was well prepared. I think they yeah. kind of told me earlier in the day to get my skills ready. So he has two I more children
2: to... than you. So, I mean, you've had two more opportunities to learn. I don't understand how this was even a
4: Because if it were a swaddling contest, then Damashek wins all day. I can make that thing into a nice, tight burrito. Bigger
2: problem, not being able to swaddle, not being able to put on a diaper.
4: Yeah. Well, um, yeah, <laughs> oh, there a, it is. It was a oh, great yeah. event. Yes. It was a great event uh, for anyone looking at video. <laughs> you, you didn't even take your went, kid's now.
2: pants off. Check. Listen, come on.
4: Let's not live life in the rear view here. Let's look <laughs> ahead and say hello now to uh to someone whose shadow has not seen the uh, Studio Sixty Six Door in a few weeks. Now we're amending it and we're the better for it. Here she is, everybody. It's the synthesizer herself, Cindy
2: Freely.
6: Set of scary.
2: You ready, you ready for this? This is good. started here to steal the show back in the day she had a moment with the funky flow running and with guns for her fitness goals
0: on the DDF she got the stack control cuz when it comes to the numbers she's a gunslinger she
5: do the math in her head she don't count fingers no one to yeah. question the numbers surely it waste to you
2: she's from michigan yo it's Cynthia.
6: <laughs> there you are you a lions fan That's i was born did. a lions fan okay
2: it's it's a rough life it just means I'm a true fan.
6: Yeah, you are. You're loyal.
2: It's a good color. Honolulu blue looks good on everyone. So.
4: Speaking of those lions, did you ever have to check uh, Megatron himself, Calvin Johnson?
6: Yes, I did, man. Yes. I'm glad he's retired. Is he
4: the worst? Is he the toughest uh, one-on-one matchup there is?
6: Him, Gronk. Uh, Julio, AB, those guys right there just on the hook.
4: well. You said everybody there. Who's the,
6: I who's mean, the those worst? The four, who's man? the
2: best at talking? Like, who's got the best, like, talking game? Who
6: talks the most? Ah, mm-hmm. uh, definitely Megatron's very quiet,
2: very quiet. Yeah,
6: he never talked. Um, uh, same with AB, uh, but I would say Gronk probably talks the most. Yeah, really? Is
2: it funny? Sh- Is it funny at least? Yeah, it is. Okay, good.
6: Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, beat you today, today. Right? That's like trick, that of- man. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, what about what we just touched on there? Best defense of the 21st century. That sounds good, but you had the Buccaneers of OT3, you had the Ravens of the turn of the century, yeah. and guess the Panthers have fielded some good ones. The Steelers in, I think, 08, or Ike Taylor would tell you that that's the best defense that he's ever seen. He happened to be on it. He had a really good view of it. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Um, He he tends to forget the fact that Larry Fitzgerald and Kurt Warner almost beat that so-called best defense ever in the final moments of that Super Bowl. Almost doesn't count. Yeah, true enough, true enough. Where do you come down on that one, Cindy? Best defense of uh, the century.
2: We've got, you know, some years left, like 83. Yeah, I know. You don't have to explain Uh So, far, if you're only going with 17 years, I'll go with the Broncos.
4: I know you're going to go with the Broncos, Chris Harris Jr., but how does the 2017 yeah. unit look without DeMarcus Well and where presu- yeah. and presumably Shane Ray stepping into the feature role
6: there? Man, Shane had a great off season. I think um, he's ready to take on that next level. He's been a guy in the back just, like, ready and so hungry to get on the field full time. and. Shaq Barrett, man, mm-hmm. he's a guy that people sleep on. He's He came in making immediate plays, and I'm excited to see them two. Them, Vaughn, Sh- or Shane, Vaughn, and Shaq, I don't know if a team has a three-man rotation off edge rushers like we do.
4: Yeah, it is a it is a scare, and then of course uh, the secondary intact and uh, and dominant as ever. In fact, Ike Taylor just put out his list of the top secondaries in the NFL, or the top uh, secondary, the best cornerback duos. I'm sorry, yeah, cornerback duos, cornerback duos. Okay, you know who was number one? I'm not just saying this because you're sitting here. I mean, they should be be number one.
2: They should. There's no. It's not even close.
6: You and Talib. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, you don't have to try and curry it, favor with Chris Harris. I'm, I'm actually you not. Be honest it's with not them.
2: even close with a I mean, duo.
6: When, when's the last time a duo's had two all-pro corners get like selected? First team. It's awesome. Yeah. When's, when's the last that's time, that's time that two
2: all-pro corners had the two fewest, like when a ball's caught against them, they allow the fewest yards?
4: All right. I'm, one, not, I'm not two. trying to throw up too much opposition. Yeah. I'm just trying to make <laughs> an <saying>. interesting <laughs> conversation. That's all. <laughs> I'm trying to even think of who would uh, – Rival that, I guess the Chiefs have uh, something interesting going. Maybe the Falcons yeah. look interesting, but yeah, I'll I'll, I'll give you the crown. Enjoy
6: oh it. man, I would say the Giants got they got a oh, good really? chance That's a of good with us. Jenkins and DRC and. Mm-hmm. Eli, so I think uh, they they got some good competition. right? There. Oh yeah, that's a, you're right. That great trio. That's
4: right, and and people always and Ike never fails to mention Roby. You know, oh yeah, you know, man, Roby's Roby. a, completes that trio. Oh yeah, for definitely. you guys. What about uh, I know now we're uh, you know almost two years past it, but what is that like? I've been fascinated watching back, looking back at the documentary of uh, the 2016 LA Rams and yeah. most teams. Will demur? Oh no, we're all one unit, and we're all one uh, locker room, and all that. But legitimately, what was that like in the season? And then last year too. You know, you guys are I think 22nd overall in total points, and the defense still, uh, still terrific. Does that ever come to a head? You know, we we heard in Seattle that it kind of did with Richard Sherman and that defense against Russell Wilson. Did that ha- in the last couple of years? Is that even if it's Peyton Manning, say like, hey, k- hey, offense, can you help us out a little bit here?
6: Oh yeah, I mean, we definitely it, it definitely came to that at some point uh, in the season uh, the past couple of years, but uh, we tried to keep it as one team as a whole. Um, we felt like if we go out there and play better defense than the other team, that we can win the game for us that we had that special magic to get an interception or something. So we always took a big uh, responsibility on that. But this year, man, the offense has been making us work. So Is that I'm ex- right? I'm excited. Because why? Jamal Charles? It's, I think it's just a new scheme, man. We took um, Mike McCoy uh, from the Chargers and also Bill Musgrave from the um, the Raiders' offensive coordinator. And it's kind of combined, man. It's kind of like three offenses in one. So mm. uh, they make us work, man. They. Uh, I don't think in the past we had this much – Practice like we're getting now uh, compared to uh, the past couple years.
4: Man, you say they are putting pressure, just, yeah. you know, who, who's, if you had to say who's putting more pressure, is it Simeon or is it oh, Lynch? Man. Who's, who's put it, if they, even if it's by yeah.
6: 1%, man, I would say Demarius Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders. There you go. <laughs> that's a good answer. Okay, that's fine. So who's better, Demarius or Emmanuel Sanders? <laughs>
4: I'm trying to ask the tough
6: questions. It's like what you need, man. If you want a big body, uh, you go with DT. If you like a smaller receiver that can do it all, man, you go with Emmanuel. But you got to have both, especially in this uh, uh, the way that the offenses are using, man. You got to have a guy that can do it. Two guys now that – especially with the cornerbacks that you have to face that can do it all.
4: Well, the AFC West figures to be, I mean, legitimately nasty yeah. this year with the Raiders. And I think the Chargers are going to be very good. The Chiefs are rarely down outside of yeah. a couple of years ago under Andy Reid. So it's going to be a rugged But In the AFC, is it is it Pittsburgh's offense that looks the scare? I mean, I, don't laugh because I'm a Steelers yeah. fan. I mean, legitimately it yeah. seems like.
2: There's that other team that I think maybe you're forgetting. <laughs>
4: I uh, in terms of offensive firepower, in the, AFC. In, the in terms of offensive firepower, yeah. don't you think Maybe. the matchups from from where Chris Harris Jr. sits? Don't you think that the Steelers, either way, you got Hi. A. B. or Martavis. Hi. You're going to get one of those two yeah. guys. have that you doesn't met scarier?
2: Tom Brady, heard of him. All right,
4: Ben Roethlisberger ain't half bad.
2: I'm not saying Ben Roethlisberger's bad, but you can't discount the Patriots figuring out a way to win. All right,
4: All right. Yeah. let's let's see what. Which uh, one's scary? Oh what man,
6: the scary offense. I'll have to go with the Steelers. Aha! Uh-huh. Hey. Cause they have it, they have it, uh, that running back, Le'Veon Bell, be able to, to run routes and uh, the patience that he has at the running back is something that the Patriots don't have, uh, and that's the only thing they're really missing is a guy like Le'Veon Bell. But Tom Brady, uh, he's been excellent, he's been one of the best, but Big Ben's not too far behind him, so. I'll go with uh, big
4: difference is and when you're when, when you talk about those edge rushers, uh, rushers and yeah. when you're a defense especially under Wade a couple of years ago you guys got after every QB every week it seemed <laughs> yeah. and in that AFC title game you figured the kryptonite will be with the Patriots with their discipline and Tom Brady will be able to solve that with uh, short passing routes they're going to they'll 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 uh, solve the riddle that is the the uh, 2015 Broncos am I right from what my from what my eyes told me that day you just sent the house at Brady all day and dared him to hit that wheel route all day, all day, right? I mean, you just let the back run free out of the backfield, up the sideline, and Brady had to get rid of it a second early because yeah. he didn't want to get smacked around by Miller and DeMarcus and the rest.
6: Oh, yeah, you got to get pressure on Brady, man. He's he's the head of the snake. So, mm-hmm. so if you don't get pressure on him and get him uncomfortable, uh, it's going to be a long day for your team, and uh, you really don't have a chance to win unless you get that heat on him and get him hits and – and hopefully get them knocked down, and uh, that's the only chance you got. You have
2: to give credit to their defensive line, then, too, because that oh, whole yeah. line was a mess that year for the Patriots. They had like 43 different combinations of who's the left tackle, who's the right tackle, who's in the, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. there's that's something true. to that, too. Yeah, right. You're right. Yeah.
4: One more question as we look back at a couple of things Peyton Manning, John Elway, you saw them both, you, you worked with them both. Um, you have one game to win. And the fate of the planet hangs in the balance. <laughs> yeah, In his prime, John Elway, or in his prime, Peyton Manning? Go.
6: Oh, man. I already know mine. That is so tough. I already
4: know That's, mine. I, I don't think I caught you at the media night before the Super Bowl because I did ask a bunch of your teammates that question.
6: What'd they say? They, well, they,
2: they had a
4: different answer.
6: I'm going to have to go with my boss. That's, that's a smart answer. That's, that's a, <laughs> a smart
4: answer. When the guys didn't answer Elway, I said, "Listen, Peyton."
6: We gonna... won a Super Bowl with Peyton. Hey, I love Peyton. Right, you know, but... But, hey, man, my boss. Peyton. Right, Peyton's <laughs> gonna
4: move. Peyton's gonna move somewhere, and John Elway's still gonna be there. Yes, to right, make exactly. the savvy choice there. Yes. It's gotta be Elway. Yeah. Freeland, you have an answer. I would say
2: Elway too. Me
4: too. Yeah. And by the way, doesn't that really boil down to what are you more afraid of? A yeah. system guy, and that's not a knock on a guy that Peyton and and Brady are uh game managers and we talk about that 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 sounds like a negative but it's what you want precision yeah. passing under control knows exactly what he's gonna do in the huddle can
2: play for 18 years or yeah. do you like
4: the gunslinger all right he maybe throws a, a couple air balls a game but you know what he, he's got the moxie and he's exciting what's scarier to you if you're uh, out there on the island
6: again? man actually the pain man is that right yeah because he can just throw it anywhere. But uh, I would have to, but when the game's on the line, man, it just seemed like Elway just had that it factor that was just uh, something different about him, and that really why he won a lot of the big games, but he was always in the big game. so, but uh, Peyton, man, you don't want to face guys like him too often. I'm glad we don't have that many quarterbacks like him.
4: Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, we, we, time's already running short on us here. All right, we got, we got 10 minutes. I know. I have so many things I want to talk to you about the game of life. I'm going to squeeze this one in real quick. Game I was just made aware before we sat down here. So One of my NFL media colleagues told me, I asked him how his weekend was, he said, I went to a baby gender party.
2: Yeah, a gender, Are you aware gen- of these? Gender reveal.
4: Gender reveal. It's not, yes. it's not a baby have gender a big party. Parties like that? No?
2: It's a reveal. You
4: go to they the like party, pop a balloon and, and like, the couple woof. tells you, All right, attended uh, attending guests, yes. we're having a boy. And then everybody says, I mean, is there no depth we'll go yeah. to too low?
6: This is what we do. Well, I actually gave my cousin a good uh, a good um, way to do his gender uh, mm-hmm. review in. I told him to put the balloon or whatever in the basketball hoop and just shoot it. Nice. <laughs> nice. I don't, I don't I don't think I've seen anybody do that nope, one before. It's, very so so it's better than getting a button, forcing yeah. people against their
4: will to spend a weekend day to come over and watch yeah. you announce them. Like, yeah. oh, just let me know when you have the baby. Let me know how it all turns out, all right?
2: Not everyone yeah. has four children, though.
4: I don't know why you keep throwing that in my face. I
6: love love. I just, I'm I not going to apologize. I, just, I don't think the male wants that. I don't think it's the males' party. I think it's.
2: The I I wouldn't party. want that. Let me to be honest. Like, that sounds that. terrible. Too.
6: Harris
4: knows the score. Harris knows the score. All right. Yeah. We got, speaking of score. We got to talk about our Game of Thrones, the game of Game of Thrones fantasy league draft that we have coming yeah. up this week. But we do want to talk some football. And while we have Chris Harris Jr. with us, we'll see if we can make time for the other stuff at the end. But we have a question from your new teammate. His name's Chad Kelly. Yeah. Lay it on us, there, Chad.
6: What are your thoughts on having a quarterback named Chad in the NFL?
4: Hmm. Oh, that's a, that's a tough question. Chad. Oh. Quarterback.
6: I named mean, it's kind Chad. of smooth name, I guess. You think? That's a name for a leader of men? Yeah. Chad? Chad? I guess I guess it's a smooth name. I'm ready to see him practice, man. He hasn't practiced versus yet, so I'm ready to get one of his balls, man. <laughs> I guess it's better than
4: Justin. Or, like, you wouldn't want a quarterback named Seth, right? That wouldn't inspire of no. uh, I always say – Imagine, like, he had a lot of great success in college, but still, I wonder if the undoing in Philadelphia and then San Francisco was that he walked in and his name was Chip. Like, you know, I, yeah. I, how seriously can I take it? You? You're a grown man named
6: Chip, right? Yeah, that's kind of
2: I know someone named different. Trip. It's like he's the third of something, right? So, like, yeah. if you have a son and he's Chris Harris the third, III. Right. Vance, now that's a name. Vance is a good name.
6: Coach Vance, Vance commands hard, attention, man. right? Yeah, he is does. He? Yeah, he does, man. He's real strict, uh, <laughs> disciplined coach. Uh, he get, he gets everybody's uh, attention, man. I think uh, they're really just focused on doing whatever they can this year to uh, maximize our uh, what we got. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, I mean, I like I say, the AFC West is really an interesting division to take a look at. And, in fact, the Patriots sit atop the – well, they sit atop the entire football world right now. Yeah. But if you look at the AFC, they're the one who everybody has to go through. But it seems like your division has four teams in it. Yep. the The North has eh, one and a half. I would say two. I would say two. And the South is uh, the South is rugged one. too. Who one, one or two? Really? Woo! I don't know. I don't Fighting know how mark. to call. I don't know how to even call who's going to win that division. You could make a case for each of those four teams. I could see Titans, Jags, Texans, or Colts taking
2: not, that. Not thing. Jags.
6: Uh, I was thinking about the East. My, my fault. Oh, the East. Yes. Yeah.
4: I like those Dolphins. Oh, I like.
6: Oh, I like that talk. I East. like Gase, man. Gase is going to have them boys ready to play. And the J. I love J. Ajayi, uh-huh. my boy. So. Uh, I'm looking forward to playing them. But I just I got to question their defense and their DB still to be able to beat Brady, man.
4: All right, you so you, I'm
6: glad you said that
4: because I was worried. You're not you don't shy from any uh, any conflict. It's clear well, on no. that. Nope. But that, I was starting to like. Oh, I fear Pittsburgh's offense. Oh, I worry about the Dolphins. We're like, yeah. all right, let's make sure we say something good about the Patriots. You know how they like that bowling yeah. board stuff. You know.
6: I mean, uh, we love it, too. I mean, that's kind of like been our rival <laughs> since I played That's them, true. Man. I played against Tom so many times now. But uh, we're going to look forward. They got to pull up to the mile high uh, late in the season. It's going to be a good game for sure. All right. I, you know what I'd like to see
4: would make it look better to to my eyes? You got to get different uniforms. <laughs> I don't like those
2: ones. I knew they we were going uniforms. What colors do right you here? like?
4: I like the Elway era ones, you know, yeah. when they wore the royal blue hats with the orange jerseys. But there are even some good AFL numbers. I I agree. Numbers, you know? I agree.
2: See if you can, you know,
4: get in L ear. Tell them, show them the tape of this, get some goodwill going with them, and say, like, look, Tell I you chose you him. over right. Peyton. Now do yeah. me a solid uniforms.
6: I think this that one's on the owner. Okay. Yeah, I think that was above a little on Peyton uh, on the Jersey choices. Uh,
4: maybe, maybe. Anyway, <laughs> let's get to
6: it now. A special cool. edition. A special
2: edition for you.
4: This okay. is I, I know. This is uh it's turning okay. up the heat on you a little bit, Cindy. It's time for her. To synthesize it. Put on your green visor there, Cynthia.
6: Uh-oh, numbers. It
2: work unless you have the green visor on, it doesn't actually count. So we wanted to synthesize you to okay. see, like, you know, figure out, like, what your significant figures were, like what was the thing to know about you. So I found two that were extraordinary. And then when okay. I was re-watching all the film, I actually saw a third one, but I didn't have time to do every cornerback on this one. So we'll mention it at the end. So the first okay. one. Okay, you lined up as a cornerback – In 650 snaps last season, did you know that?
6: That's a lot. It's a lot. You were you were a nickel.
2: You but they were in more in a nickel. Oh, okay. In for 437 or something like that, right? Mm. You had 42 tackles, 39 solo, three assists when you were as a cornerback. Do you know how many you missed?
6: Oh, I would say less than three. You missed one. One tackle, is right?
2: That's right. So your missed tackle oh, yeah. rate is one out of forty-two. Okay, so yeah. boy, the,
4: that's, I, that's that's something for that's, a cornerback. I see a lot of guys making the so-called business decisions you know, out there. Let me tell oh, you. Yeah. Let me put
2: this in context. Elite and above-average cornerbacks miss a tackle one out of every fourteen. So you are three times more efficient. Yeah. The elite and above-average cornerbacks who play with an average or less other cornerback, one out of every nine point two attempts. So you're times better than that. Is
4: that owed to what? To one, two, or what? I mean, because you're not the biggest guy in the world.
6: Uh, it's one, two, man, and I think I got great uh form. I think most guys they like to go in and tackle with their shoulders, but I just he, he does down, have good man. form, and you
2: know that's the, the third point, right? When you watch his form, he doesn't get ta- he doesn't get penalties called on him at the same rate as yeah. other corners because he's so clean and his his precision. It, it's it's kind of amazing. I didn't have time to do everything else, but that's yeah. the sneak one that was going to be third. I
4: like that. I like that, Chris. As you're doing those, like, and you you say a good stat about him, and then he makes eye contact with me, like, see, well, I'm not, I'm not uh, a I'm not a ham and egger, man. So you know.
2: <laughs> so you saw 52 targets as a cornerback last season, yeah. right? And only 4 were caught. You allowed 4 to be caught. That's a 1 in 13 catch rate. Oh, so, man. elite and above average cornerbacks average just under 1 out of every 10. So that you're better than them by about 3. And then what's even more is you had the lowest number of yards per reception when you're lined up as a corner in coverage. Oh, you're very underrated by my math because we don't. I mean, when we talk about when we, when we talk about here and especially with Ike, we do actually we do mention you more. But yeah. I think like you always hear these other names like Josh Norman chirped a lot. So we heard his name a lot. His numbers are. I'm not going to be mean to him. Well, it's it's a great point. No, it's oh, yeah. a great
4: point because, right. well, Patrick Peterson as well kind of fits that. I think yeah. the I Leib is Patrick's, more of a uh, he, more of a better. talker. No, no, but but the point is is that you guys are a little different than most uh, most oh, yeah. high end corners these days who do jaw more than the average uh, football player out there. What yeah. why? What where do you come down on all these years later on the draft process and how they yeah. can miss on somebody
2: and like that on somebody like him? Yeah, An under, yeah, insane.
6: Uh, I, I still it still bothers me a little Good. bit for some reason, Good. but. Uh, I think um it was just the timing, man. Me coming out of my school, we weren't very good at the time. And so
2: let's let's in like case that. listeners didn't know, out of Kansas, 2011 undrafted. I think you signed in like July. So
6: 2000 lowest signing bonus.
4: I say this: this is this this act of fraudulence as as a profession, NFL scout. Like they they if you're good, you're right yeah. about like 58 percent of the time. Well, that's not any. That's not good at all. What if you oh. were successful only fifty-eight percent of the time? You wouldn't be in the NFL.
6: <laughs> I'd be out. That's Especially right. me being undrafted. Uh, <laughs> my chances would be real slim. <laughs> Definitely be gone.
4: Can I tell you one more thing before we wrap it up here? Yes. We, we want to talk about one more thing I, because we also talk about the game of life here, um, and we do have our game of Game of Thrones draft. Who would be your first pick, Chris Harris Jr.? If you were picking, so who's going to sit on the throne?
6: Mother or dragon. Yeah, cause she got the dragons with her. She got a whole team yeah. with her. It's not just her. But that that don't you see Is that cheating?
4: Uh-uh. No, that's that's why they can't make her win. <laughs> she has everything in her favor. It wouldn't be satisfying. Okay, I would nice. go with Jon Snow then. that be okay. See, now that makes, makes sense, sense. He right? Died and came back He's to a life. bastard child. He yeah. comes back from the dead. Okay, see, now that's something to support. Like back
2: from the dead, that's my pick. If your
4: mother a dragon, she can walk through fire. She controls three giant <laughs> beasts that fly. She's got an army of uh, of people who do does whatever she. Does. Of course, yeah. she should win.
2: She can't win.
4: It's cheating picking? Do you wanna, I want to make you an offer. I want to make you an offer here and <laughs> now, Christian. You can't
2: forget. You can't refuse.
4: Well, he could refuse. In this case. <laughs> yeah, I'm, not, I'm nobody. There's nothing I can do to do it. I want to offer you to be my partner, fifty-fifty <gasps> in our game of Game of Thrones this year. Oh yeah,
6: okay. I'm down. Wow. I'm a big Game of Thrones fan. All I like. Right. I started watching it early. I actually was watching it live when it first came on. Is that right? So I kind of hit it. At the perfect time.
4: Awesome. Okay, so that's that's this is great news. Chris Harris Jr. We got some cachet on, yeah. uh, cachet on my right team sure. now. And listen, uh,
2: Ike is no slouch. That's
4: mother, my teammate. My, he doesn't watch the show, so he's so going to be of he no has, use to he you. He has whatsoever. the best explanations.
2: He'll probably for pick
6: things. the Lannister. The,
2: <laughs> and he's the, lucky. Uh,
6: <laughs> the midget. What's his name? I forgot his <laughs> name. <laughs> uh, Tyrion. 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 Yeah. Like him. Yeah. Tyrion.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
4: He'll like he'll like his grit. He'll like something about that guy. Yeah, who's number two? If you don't, so okay. So we'll yeah. we'll look for Mother of Dragons. Who else? Do, who else uh, should I look for here?
6: Oh man, I would say if we could say dead people, I love King Jeffrey when he was on. <laughs> you but, love but King, but he's dead though, so we can't choose him.
4: He was the worst person on the show, was, filled man. with he terrible savage, people. But he was
6: very entertaining when he was. Yeah, in, that's true. When the Game of Thrones is on, that's true. Keep,
4: uh, one okay, so we'll see how that wraps yeah. up. We'll go through uh, the Game of Thrones season. Googling it.
2: Oh no, I was just, I was thinking I was going to text tweet something at Ike, but we're good.
4: All right, <laughs> uh, already planning, already strategizing there. Totally, right. Chris Harris Jr. I'll be in touch to let you know how oh, our yeah. fantasy team ready. comes together. Yeah, it's going to be good. Uh, best wishes to you. Get through training camp, uh, good and healthy, yeah. and make it the whole season that way. And uh, best wishes to you and the fellas.
6: Oh yeah, appreciate it, man.
4: Chris Harris Jr. Cynthia Freeman. We were visited by Braxton Miller, Matt Money Smith. Everybody behind the glass. We'll have more hooey and applesauce for you later on. In the meantime, it's been a thin slice of heaven.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower,